Hello and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're booksmen. You're really making a meal out of this intro. Yeah, huh? I know. <laughs> I don't have much to say about the book. <laughs> Uh, not true, not true, not true, Tom. Well, kind of. <laughs> I was going to say, you said it three times in a row, which is... Uh... I read a book, boy, did I read a book. I've read four chapters of the book of Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. Uh, Al Huxley. Al Hux. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Heathcliff Huxtable. Ooh, canceled. Ooh. Hey, let's cancel this whole book. Right? I mean, he was more than canceled. They put him in jail. Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate canceled. They canceled him from society. Yeah. Tom. Uh, you think he's going to die in jail? You, Bill you, Cosby? Yeah. I think he might not, which is crazy. How long was his sentence? Like three years, four years, something like that? I don't know. Yeah. How old is he? He's in his 80s. Yeah, he seems like one of those guys that like fakes being older than he is, though. Oh, he was definitely doing that. Oh, during the trial, for sure. Yeah, yeah. he was like uh, claiming, he's like, I'm blind. It's like you were doing like, stage shows a year ago. Yeah. yeah. You know, the rapid decline of the elderly, right? <laughs> what do you mean? What? Yeah, some elderly, not all elderly. They're not Most all declining in, uh, together. They... Once you become elderly, Tom, mm-hmm. your body declines at a greater rate than our bodies are declining right now. Because we're in decline. That's true. Yeah. You're in decline starting at like 17 or something. I think 20. Yeah. And I think I might have learned that from Brave New World. Oh. By Al Huxley. Uh, what does he have to say about it? Tom, Brave New World. Now, you've never read Brave New World before, right? No, have you? I, I don't even really know what it's about. What is the book that you associate with Brave New World the most? 1984. Right? Yeah. When do you think- uh, It's like a dystopian future, right? I guess I do think I know at least a little bit about it. It's a dystopian future. Okay. Uh, When do you think it was written? Uh, 1963. 1931. What? That's way earlier than I thought. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Al Huxley, he he friggin' he friggin' died in the sixties, Tom. <laughs> wow! By November, oh whoa! What? When do you think <laughs> Al Huxley died? Did he die the same day JFK did? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's only eleven twenty two sixty three in the sixties. You know, <laughs> I know about Woodstock that happened sometime in nineteen sixty eight. Yeah, sure. Uh, same bullet? Now, we're to believe that this same bullet also killed Aldous Huxley? Now, that now, is one yeah, magic bullet. That, that is a bridge too far. Hold on. Uh, I, I have to... Death, he was uh, on his deathbed, unable to speak, owing to advanced uh, larynx... Laryngitis? <laughs> Cancer of the larynx. Huxley made a written, re- uh, written, r- written request to his wife, L- Laura, his wife, Laura. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh-huh. For LSD. Nice. <laughs> 100 milligrams intramuscular. According to her account. Shoot it, it into the, my veins. Yeah. No, intramuscular. It's like shoot into my buttocks. Yeah. 
He died at uh, age 69 at 5.20 p.m. (laughs) Nobody, they're not even mentioning, oh. uh, uh, Where did he die? So was JFK dead by then? I mean, that happened early in the afternoon, but that was in Texas. Um, he died in England. Maybe. Yeah. You know who else died that day? John F. Kennedy. Yeah. You know who else? The third man. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald didn't die that day. Tim. No. C.S. Lewis died. That oh, day. really? Yeah. Wow. Um, there's a book by Peter Kreeft mm-hmm. called "Between Heaven and Hell: A Dialogue Somewhere Between b- Somewhere Beyond Heaven and Death. Hell." With John F. Kennedy, C.S. Lewis, and Aldous Huxley, which imagines a conversation among the three men taking place in purgatory following their deaths. An entire book? Yeah, maybe, maybe. A, maybe a Saturday Night Live sketch I could see, but a book? <laughs> you want everything to be a Saturday Night <laughs> Hey, let's get Alec Baldwin's Trump in there as well. Yeah. Uh, Tom, Aldous Huxley wrote this book as a parody. Okay. Of uh, uh, of like uh, utopian books. Oh yeah, because like in the like late twenties, that was a big uh, yeah, a big genre, utopian future also, books, uh, <laughs> and never again. <laughs> particularly uh, the work of H. G. Wells. Yeah. Um, which is funny to think of this book as like a parody, because mm-hmm. I was I was like, this seems dead serious, right? Seems Yahoo serious. Do you, well, do you think maybe sometime like a hundred years in the future, people will be listening to Weird Al Yankovic, and somebody will tell them, well, you know, there's actually a parody, and they'll be like, no, there this was is a, too serious. A story about uh, there was a song about uh, being like a virgin, and they're like, well, being like a surgeon and uh, yeah, killing the, your the patient. The stakes are so, way yeah. higher. Um, he also wrote uh, another novel, Tom, mm-hmm. uh, thirty years, uh, thirty-one years later, uh, Island, mm-hmm. which is a utopian, like response to this book. Okay, which I think maybe we should do next on books of the podcast, especially since you all your books that you've read have taken taking place on islands. Oh uh, yeah, I guess they have. Yeah, yeah. Maybe island is the way to go. Island, Tom. Yeah. Hey, that's what they call you. <laughs> yeah. That's where you got that I thought name. it was... No, it's because uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's The Island's my favorite movie, and everybody <laughs> oh, knows that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but it's also... like You just want to watch Leonardo DiCaprio's movie The Island. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're suggesting this. I do. Um, Tom, uh, he wrote this book, Al Huxley, in mm-hmm. four months. Okay. How long is it? Um... Probably about uh, what? <laughs> you, Why are you, seem, you seem like you're stalling for time. Uh, no, no. Oh, the book. Sure, the book. How many pages is the book? <laughs> no, no that's I, the question everybody when wants. When I was splitting it up, I what I do is I take the page count. Yeah. I divide it by four, and then I find where the chapter breaks. Oh are, wow, right? what a fucking genius! Yeah, that's what I do too. Yeah, so I was trying to think of what the fucking number was. Well, just that I was going. recall it immediately. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't recall it immediately. I would have loved to have recalled it immediately. I was trying to recall it as quickly as possible and then you accuse me of were stalling you, were you working your way backwards like adding all the numbers back up huh 260 pages is okay. where we're at here yeah, so. four months isn't bad for that tom how long did it take you to write your last book uh three months no it didn't take three months i don't know exactly people ask me that shit 
Not that shit. It's a fair question. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, and I never have like a great answer because it's like usually uh, fits and starts. You know what I mean? Uh, sits and farts. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I mean, that's that's your that's your working style, right? To sit and fart. Yeah. And then somebody comes over and they're like, well, really, could you please stop that? Tom. Sorry, it's my process. There's this book, Brave New World. <laughs> okay. It describes a dystopian future. Yeah. Tim, have you read? <laughs> we are 10 minutes into this. <laughs> Chapter one. Okay. There's a direct, Tom, this future is life on Earth. Yeah. But thankfully, it has nothing in common with <laughs> you modern had, you society. You didn't read this book. <laughs> All right, so they're at this hatchery. They're at this uh, this like government building, but everything, yeah. it seems like everything's government building. Al just throws you fucking into the story. Okay. And there's just this director of, of the, the hatchery and conditioning center, right? And you're like, oh, what do they got in there? Fish? Fucking birds or fish? Yeah. Nope. It's where they make all the humans. In eggs? What? Well, you know how, how Eggman? human reproduction works, right? There's like eggs and stuff, but it all happens within the lady's body. And then she absorbs the shells. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's, that's what has the most protein. <laughs> if you're making eggs, keep the, the shells in there. I hate when there are shells in an egg. There's shells in every egg, Tom. No, there aren't shells in every egg. You can crack on the up. outside. Yeah, yeah. Keep 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 the oh, in your egg dish. Yeah. You meant to say? Yeah, keep the shells outside. That's what I say. Hey, take it outside. Yeah, shells. <laughs> uh, so uh, the the director of this place is taking a bunch of uh, students, like teens, around uh-huh. and showing them, like, hey, guess what? This is how we make people now, but he's not framing it like that because he's <laughs> right, just like they or they know. Yeah, this is just like how how life is. <laughs> he doesn't say this is how life is in the future, <laughs> <laughs> right? So uh, here's what happens: uh, none of the ladies have have babies themselves. Right. In fact, they think that's gross. Yeah, they they take the eggs. I mean, they're not. They wrong. take the sperm. Uh, they have a process. Uh, the 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 Bokanovsky process that allows them to uh, uh, like clone a lot, like uh, split an egg, you know, hundreds if not thousands of times after it's been fertilized. Right. Okay. So uh, you know, they're just they're just producing people, and you're like, okay, but cool. all the same people then. Yeah, in like batches, right? Okay. Like we got a fresh batch of Tims here. Right. And so you're thinking, oh, you know what? That's great. So these names, they don't have to carry a, a baby around in their stomach till full right, term, right? Yeah. Oh, what a what a great what a great future. No, guess what they're doing, Tom? It's the hatchery and conditioning center. So as these 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 uh, these babies are, or as these uh, uh, eggs are are. Uh, growing into babies or whatever happens, right? <laughs> they're fucking with them. Like they're depriving them of, of certain nutrients, but some of them they're giving nutrients, and it's to create a, biolo- a biological caste system. Oh, I see. Chilling, right? Yeah. So um, there's, uh, 
I'm trying to see. Okay, there's 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 five casts. There's alphas at the top. Mm-hmm. Betas who are like kind of workers, but kind of like the the white collar workers. Right. Gammas, delta, and epsilon. Uh, gamma, delta, and epsilon are the only ones that uh, go uh, through the Bokanovsky process. Uh, basically, they're just creating like massive amounts of lower class workers. Yeah, I ru- but, I rushed them. What's that? I rushed uh, gamma, beta, epsilon. Gamma, delta, epsilon. Gamma, yeah, but I, I I was a pledge, but they uh, didn't let me in. Did they tie a rock to your dick and throw it off the end? <laughs> they did. How'd you know that? <laughs> um. So, uh, they had to do, uh, they do that. And so, okay. So anyway, the alphas, mm-hmm. they they nurture and everything. And so, like, they're all like big, strong, smart, well developed people. Yeah. Um. And then they got it all. Yeah. And then the less and less, you know, the mm-hmm. biologically. And so, and then you're like, oh, it must end there. No, it doesn't end there. It's the conditioning part. They, they, uh, they, uh, play recordings, uh, like hours and hours every day while the babies are sleeping all through childhood, mm-hmm. uh, that, that tell them like, oh, I'm an alpha. I'm better than everybody. I look down on betas. Oh, blah, blah. and so they get all these thoughts just ingrained in their head. Hey, good thing we don't have anything like that in our current culture, oh, right? Oh, shit. I think we might. No, no, no. The point of the book is that we don't. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. The point of the book is that everything's fine. Uh, so they're doing that, uh, and uh, that's pretty much chapter one. Oh, there's this uh, lady, mm-hmm. uh, Lenina or Lenina. Like yeah. everybody's name. L-E-N-I-N-A. How would you say Lenina. That? Yeah. But just wait. You just you wait. Uh, she she works uh, in like the the hatchery or whatever. She uh, provides immunizations for the fetuses, and oh, she's this, just this lady. This she a, seems is nice. Is this an anti uh, immunization book? <laughs> I mean, maybe <laughs> things are gonna get a little hairy. That's chapter one. So you're you're you know what. Al Huxley's doing a lot of heavy lifting in these these first couple chapters. Yeah, he's got to set up the world. This is kind of what I wanted the first few chapters of Harry Potter to be uh-huh. before they got into like, oh no, something's gone wrong. Because in the first few chapters of this that I've read, mm. nothing's gone wrong yet. Right. He's just describing how society works um, in, in in this in this society because uh, we don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Harry Potter, it starts off, he's living with his aunt and uncle. Yeah, no, but as soon as he gets to Hogwarts, like, you see Hogwarts, like, this this strange new, for all intents and purposes, uh, a society that they yeah. have there. And you see the things for, like, a chapter or something, and then immediately it's like, oh, something's not right here. Right, because right? otherwise the book would be boring. Well, why would it be boring <laughs> Because you have to have things happen. You can't just show everything. But fucking explaining <laughs> a completely different world as Al Huxley is showing. It's explained throughout the book. That's part of the, the charm. Nah, it's part of the reason why I don't like those Harry Potter books. It's part of the reason why. Also, they're, they're written for children. It's part of the reason why they were such a flop. <laughs> oh, Tom. Oh. 
Everything popular is good, huh? I think you just I think you just want to go to the Universal Studios Wizarding World. I went World. there. I didn't like it. Because <laughs> you didn't read the books. You didn't know what was <laughs> yeah, happening. I didn't know, know who any of the fucking <laughs> characters were. It sucked. So they... they uh, they uh, treat the babies differently based on the cast. I actually said most of chapter two when I was describing uh, chapter one. Now, who gets these babies? Oh, funny you should ask. <laughs> uh, in the next chapter, chapter three, let's just skip ahead to chapter three. I thought we were on chapter three. No, this is chapter two. Tom, you're not even paying attention. You said attention. most of what you said was chapter two. What did you skip? Most of what I said in cha- a lot of what, of what I said in chapter one, uh, I said was in chapter was two. In chapter yeah, two. yeah. And then I said, "Let's go." To th- not all of it. Okay, Tom, you're very combative today, and I don't like it. <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to make sure you read this book. And it seems like you're seizing it on an opportunity to skip a chapter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, another thing is, uh, you know who their deity is? God. Nope. They uh, talk shit about the notion of God. What? Satan. Henry Ford. Oh, the anti-Semite. Yeah, but you know, uh, the they they're like uh, they're all about consumption and capitalism. Good thing it's nothing like our current world, right? No, I think that does describe. No, our- the whole point of the book is that this is not like our current world, Tom. Oh, okay. Uh, and instead of uh, the cross, guess yeah. what? They just cut the top off. And they worship a T because of Ford's Model T. You'd think it would be the Ford logo. No. Because <laughs> it was very easy for them to convert oh, yeah, all the right. churches. They didn't have to spend money yeah. getting Ford logos made up. Exactly. It'd be expensive. I mean, you could break off, you could chop off the top, break off the one side, and put uh, make it an F at least. Yeah. They but probably they had to things, take, uh, you know, uh, like Jesus statues off of a bunch of those things, too. What do you think they did with those guys? The Jesus statues? Yeah, like the Jesuses being crucified on the cross. Because they didn't know. leave them on the T, did they? No, I don't think so. But the other thing is, imagine they just had all those, like, uh, <laughs> Jesus life-sized Yeah, things usually he's not dead in it, but he's pretty close. Yeah, like, he's, he's yeah. on death's door. yeah. Boy. I don't know what else you could do with those <laughs> if you're not going to put them on a cross. How crazy was it walking into church as like a child and be like, oh, there's a dying man's uh, yeah, body. S- stapled to a cross. So they th- say things like oh, Ford Almighty and stuff. Like, cool. uh, You're right? Cool, right? Uh, so anyway, they go outside, the director of the, the hatchery and, and conditioning center, and they see all these kids playing sex games. Like... Uh, like seven-year-olds. What kind of sex games? They don't go into great detail, and I was <laughs> happy for about the best. this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they also play very elaborate sports, and the very elaborate sports are uh, Quidditch. To uh, shut the fuck up about <laughs> Harry Potter. Nobody <laughs> likes those books. Uh, elaborate games to uh, uh, encourage more consumption. I guess. Okay. It's like you can't just play with a ball. You need like all this stuff. Equipment, gear. Yeah. Gear. I love gear. Um, and so all these kids are playing sexual games, and this one little boy was like, I don't really want to play these sexual games. Makes and sense. And they're like, eh, we're going to make you go see the psychologist, right? Uh, uh, so it's, one of, it's like a Scientology, anti-psychology <laughs> thing. 
Yeah, well, it, it might actually be. This guy, Mustafa Mond, comes. Cool name. Yeah. he's. Uh, How do you the, spell Mond? M-O-N-D. Okay. Um, I forget what his... Oh, he's the resident controller for Western Europe. He's one of 10 world leaders, essentially. Yeah, hey, they, so they've like, Oh, they're in London, it. by the way. They're okay. in London. And he comes, and he's like, can you believe... In the in like ancient times, which is like where we lived, huh? yeah, or the 1930s, I guess. They're like, they didn't let kids play like do sex stuff. They were like, <laughs> they they made them, uh, like do uh, not sex stuff. All prudish and like made them repress all their feelings. And then you find out, uh, they find the notion of families disgusting. They're like this Mustafa's like, believe it or not, back then a woman. Would poop out a kid, and then they'd uh they'd like have like one family unit with like a mom and a dad and kids, and like they uh like they wouldn't go and like have sex with everybody. And then we find out their phrase that everybody belongs to one another. Promis- promiscuity. <laughs> How do you say that word? <laughs> Promiscuity. Promiscuity. Yeah. And uh, and. Uh, uh, sex and uh, it's encouraged here. Well, everybody's on the pill, presumably. Yeah, they have like belts that have like. Uh, <laughs> well, that's not gonna do it. That have like uh, uh, birth control in them and stuff. Okay. And seventy percent of the females uh are have no uh ability to have kids whatsoever. Okay. Len and uh, Lenina is mm-hmm. one of the thirty that can. Oh. Why do they keep them around to make eggs? Yeah, I think so. So anyway, uh, that so you're basically learning that all the kids are fucking each other. (laughs) (laughs) All the adults are fucking everybody. Yeah, they wanted us to read this this book in high school. Yeah. So uh, Lenina, Lenina, and uh, her friend they get off work. Mm -hmm. They're alphas. Nice. Uh, They're changing and. uh, her friend is like, uh, hey, uh, what is her friend's name? Doesn't matter. Some some lady uh, is like, hey, see, you've been going out with this one guy yeah. the last few weeks. People are starting to talk. Like, it's kind of like no good. You had to start <laughs> yeah. having sex with a lot you of different guys. You got to start coming to these sex parties. Yeah, essentially. And they were just like. Yeah, just uh, just you need to be having, uh, you need to be going out with a different guy every night. Otherwise, like everybody's gonna look down on you. It's like what a topsy turvy world this yeah, is. Yeah, it's huh? the opposite of the way the world is, especially back then. Right. Uh, and so then there's this other guy, ben- Bernard Marx. Bernie so, Marx. Yeah, Bernie Marx. Uh, and he, uh, he's an alpha, but like he's a little bit like shorter than everybody. Hmm. And, like, there's a rumor that, like, some weird alcohols got into his test tube when they were making them or whatever. And so he's like the Zima only apple. Or something? Yeah, probably. Someone drinking a Zima. <laughs> Zima. It's the future. What, what Al Huxley thought drink was clear that. alcohol. Was that, like, oh, Zima's going to be the way for the future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, he's, like, all the alphas are all, like, confident, and they, like, never have self-doubt, and everybody's like, hey, uh, they'll go up to somebody and be like, hey, we're going to go out tonight and yeah. get in a helicopter, and then we're going to have sex with each other. And everybody's like, yeah, everybody belongs to everybody else. Let's do this. Um, 
but this guy Bernard Marx, he's like, eh, I feel kind of weird about this, and I actually he like. Like basically, it's it's a very long-winded introduction of this guy where it's like, oh, he's going to be the normal guy, yeah. like the and uh, Lenny, Lenina is going to be the the normal lady here, and they're yeah. going to question the way society is. Is this a Gattaca situation? I don't know what Gattaca is. I know it's a movie. Yeah, it sounds like maybe a Gattaca situation. <laughs> you know what pisses me off about anything about the future? What? Uh, what like. It happened with Back to the Future, and it happens a lot with these, uh, or Back to the Future 2 specifically. Yes. It happens a lot when uh, people read books like this in high school, where it's like, hey, that year happened already, and this stuff didn't <laughs> happen. What a fucking idiot they, they were. It's like, yeah. they were telling a story, and they had to choose a year. They weren't saying, like, guys, guess what? Biff Tannen's really going to fucking take over in 2018. Uh, but they weren't wrong entirely. Yeah, exactly. That was actually like uh, pretty on the money. Yeah, but I can imagine high schoolers reading this and being like, this isn't what fucking life is like now. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Does it say what year this is supposed to be? Um, Let's see. I think it's supposed to be uh, AF. 130, so like after Ford, 130. So I'm thinking probably... Oh, it's not 130 as fuck. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Um, I'm I'm going to say, and I'm sure this is somewhere I could have looked this up. I'm going to say it's probably around 2060, 2070. Okay. Um, I mean, Al Huxley, it sounds like, picked a date where he's like, yeah, jokes on you, suckers. I'm not going to be around by the time you find out if I was right or wrong. Yeah, and I don't think he's purporting to be right. I no. think he's just trying to write a novel. Yeah, with a story. Um. Anyway, they uh, Lenina gets on a uh, helicopter with a guy who's not Bernie because she's just like, uh, does she know Bernie yet? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They all know each other, all the alphas, I yeah. guess. Um. And then Bernie goes and meets his friend. Uh. This real handsome, uh, Hel- Hem- Helmholtz. Hem- Helmholtz. Helmholtz. Okay, He's an alpha handsome. plus. Whoa. He works in propaganda. He works for the, the newspaper. Uh, he's just keeping the, the masses, you know, uh, informed just enough. Right. Um, and uh, he, they're friends, and then they go and just hang out. And then uh, Bernard gets real nervous when he's talking to him because the two of them are talking like, you ever feel not like other people? And they're just like, yeah, kind of. And then Bernard's like, do you hear something? And he jumps up and he runs to the door, but nobody's there. Sounds paranoid. Yeah. And then that's the end of chapter four. Oh, so that's it for, for this week. Yeah. There was a lot of world building, Tom. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, Tom. It's the future. Uh, I read the fucking book. <laughs> I wasn't questioning whether you whether you read the book or not. So Bernie Max is Marx is Marx. is the named after I think Groucho Marx, <laughs> and Lenin uh, is named after John Lennon. Uh, is that true? No, Lennon and Marx. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, John Lennon wasn't known in 1931 yet. <laughs> I don't think he was even alive. Yeah. Um. So there are protagonists. Is, yeah. Dual protagonists. Yeah. Um, and they're both a little skeptical of this brave new world. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? What are your early predictions for what's going to happen? I think they're going to try to start a family. 
No, I think they're gonna they're gonna try to to live what we see as a uh, a natural life. Yeah. Where you just bone one person. Yeah. And then a baby happens sometimes. Yeah. Not every time you bone a person. No. It's a common times. misconception. It's no, like Tim, it's not even most 100% times. 100% of times. 99%. <laughs> and, I've, and as I've explained to you multiple times, once a woman is pregnant, she can't get pregnant again during that pregnancy. You don't know that. <laughs> uh, um, uh, what do you think of this book so far? I love it. Um, I think uh, it, it did this really cool thing when they were introducing the world and the characters where like first uh, each uh, paragraph would be, I think a, a dummy like you would have been confused by this. Uh-huh. Each paragraph. I mean, you can say you like something without saying uh, I'm too stupid to like it. Yeah, but you are too stupid to like it uh, was, was from a different perspective. So, like, there were kind of three scenes going on simultaneously. Yeah, was one of the perspectives upskirt? Is that why you liked it so much? What does that mean? Looking up a that, woman's skirt. I don't know that phrase. Uh, you don't know that phrase? And what are those mirrors doing on your shoes? These are, these are very fashionable boots, Tom. <laughs> these are orthotics. Uh, I need to wear and, and it, it went from, like, paragraph, each paragraph being in, like, a different place just to like lines of dialogue that were all being like jumbled together. And it really, it really was a shortcut to, 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 to building the world. Cause like you, you really had to like, uh, it wasn't confusing to read. It was a, like, you had to be on a little bit higher alert being like, all right, who's talking, what's the context here. And it made you, I think it made you think more about the context of everything mm. and how things would work. Um, it allowed you to fill in a lot of blanks yourself. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's probably why they make kids read it in high school then. Yeah, like, and plus they're like, hey, and kids, fuck all you want. No, that's not what they, they told us the opposite in high school. They were like, hey, don't, don't fuck all you want. Be careful, you all have babies. This isn't a, a some kind of a brave new world where we just grow babies and eggs and hatch them when yeah, they're done. Yeah, you gotta wait for the new world to happen. Yeah, in the meantime, keep it in your pants. Right? Yeah. And don't shame people if they don't want to go to gangbangs. That's fine. Yeah, this guy, uh, Helmholtz, uh, turned down a foursome with three lovely ladies. What? To go hang out with Bernard Marx. Oh, what a loser. No, he's 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 uh, he's uh, an alpha plus or whatever. Yeah. But he's not going to hang on to that. Alpha max. Turning down a foursome. Does it happen in front of you? Like, do they describe? Yeah, these three girls are just like, hey, do you want to come out with us tonight? And he's like, no, I'm busy. And they're like, we're not going to invite any other guys. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. (laughs) I would think he wouldn't mind, though. You'd be like, no, you can invite, you know, we all, we're all uh, sluts in this brave new world. Yeah. You can invite as many guys as you want. I mean, look, I can only do so much with, you know, one of you at a time, to be honest. Uh, unless, is he an alpha, does he have more than one wiener? Is he a what, were you going to ask? You say he's an alpha plus, does he have more than one oh, wiener? okay. I thought there was like a, a, a term for somebody with more than one wiener that no, you I mean knew. That, and then I you wish. started to say, and then you were like, maybe I don't want to reveal that I know No, this. I mean, there probably is a term. Yeah. I wish I knew it. Yeah. A, a double wiener? Is he a double wiener? 
Uh, you don't know? I, I don't. I don't think so. I don't have any reason to believe that he has two. Well, you have stuff. a reason to believe it if he's got three women. I mean, if anything, you have a reason to believe he might have three wieners. You don't know that everybody's genetically engineered in this brave new world. He's an alpha plus. What makes him a plus? Did they say? Might be two extra wieners. Yeah. All right. Well, that's. Uh, I think that's it for this week of uh, Books the Podcast. Uh, any predictions for the next few chapters, Tim? Uh, no, I think uh, eventually these people will, our two protagonists will get together and start talking to each other. Um, but I think the state will probably crack down on them. Hmm. Have we seen anyone engaged in a sexual act? No, you'd like that though. Would you? you're you're really uh you're like I'm gonna have to watch this movie at some point. Huh? Yeah, uh. can't wait. I'm gonna have to uh, find whatever version of this movie's rated NC-17. Yeah, or maybe even triple X. Yeah, yeah. I even just one X. I'd I'd be fine with. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you for reading. Hey, thank you for uh being extremely combative and <laughs> I wasn't thanking you for reading. I was thanking anybody that read and, along. And, uh, I don't know, unnecessarily uh, confrontational. Well, Tim, it's a brave new world. You gotta get used to it. Fuck you. Uh, thank you for supporting us on Patreon. We'll see you next week.